This episode is brought to you by Alouette. I am so excited to offer a free restorative enzyme peel sample. If you want this, you'll just go to peelsample.com. You guys, this is the one that you put on dry skin. You rub it in a circular motion for about a minute and you heard you're going to see dead skin like visibly right there. Tangible results after a minute. You can use this on your face. You can use it on your calloused hands from that barbell and you can use it on your running feet. So whether you've been running, lifting, or momming, this is an awesome product. Again, I want you to go to peel, P-E-E-L, sample.com and request your free sample. This episode is made possible by Red H Nutrition. Red H Nutrition is your one-stop shop for nutrition and wellness supplements. You can check them out in the show notes. And don't forget to use code RUNLIFTMOM, R-U-N-L-I-F-T-M-O-M, at checkout to save 10%. Also, if you stick around to the end of the episode, you'll hear me interview the owner of Red H Nutrition about one of my favorite products. And as always, I'm a Zaya Active representative, so don't forget to get on my new release Wednesday text message. Yeah, you heard me right. By going to newreleasewednesday.com, put in your phone number, and then you don't have to scroll social media all day come Wednesdays. I'm going to send you my favorite directly to your phone. everybody, Susie here, and this is a different format of the Run Lift Mom podcast. This is a mommy masterclass. I've done them before and I'm doing it again. These are segments from guests that I've had on with interviews in the past, and they're nuggets of wisdom that I think are going to make your day. It's a masterclass of knowledge, and this specific masterclass is the men of Run Lift Mom. I thought it would be appropriate to bring on the man in my life. So without further ado, here is Mr. Runlift Mom taking you through this mommy masterclass, Men of Runlift Mom. What is happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Runlift Mom podcast, where we're talking about running, lifting and momming and not necessarily in that order but today we're gonna throw a remix at you today's episode is a mommy masterclass oh yeah it's not just any masterclass either it's all about the men today on run lift mom my name is trey better known as mr run lift mom and today i want to walk you through the best pieces of wisdom from my brothers who have been on this show So sit back, relax, sip a nice warm beverage, and get ready, y'all, because today, the men have taken over Run Lift Mom. What's going on, y'all? It's Trey again. Early in the show, my wife thought she was, well, an investigative reporter, let's say and went out to support two men in our community who attempted to run, get this, 100 miles on a treadmill. But guess what? 
they didn't achieve it. Instead of talking to them about the achievement, Susie went out in a two-part episode, number four in season one, and talked about, listen to this concept, strategic quitting. How to quit strategically and deliberately when you know it's time. Listen as Brandon McCormick and Mike DeRosa describe what it was like to call it quits as a smart decision in a sport filled with, well, let's say stubborn egos. Listen up close, y'all. It's about to get deep. Take some time, think about it, reflect, and see how it applies to your own lives. Have you ever come across a time where you needed to strategically quit? I love, so what I hear you saying is <laughs> the quit was a strategic move within a bigger picture of achieving this goal, which story is still being written. Absolutely. Exactly. exactly. Wow. Wow. So, okay. So you, you say, okay, I'm, we're going to do a hundred miles. We are hype. We're excited. It's feeling like you're going to do it. <laughs> um, so, when you called it, did like when you said, Hey, not, you know, our strategic move, um, we need to stop here. If this is ever going to be a thing. Um, did you feel like your ego took a hit? Like, what did it feel like to have to tell others? Yeah, we didn't make it. (laughs) Um, for me, um, honestly, uh, like I said, I'm not afraid to fail. Um, I put that number out there, um, cause everybody was like, is there a goal that's, you know, we got that question leading up to it when you at, when, you know, we asking these folks and telling them about it, what we're doing, um, they get, you know, is there a goal? Yes. It's a hundred mile goal. Um, you know, um, just, yeah. I mean, in a way, yeah, you're like, ah, you know, you know, I didn't get it, but at the same time, it's like that's the most I accomplished something I've never accomplished before myself. Um, I've never ran no more than a a full marathon. I want you know, so that's wild. You too, Mike. Twenty six. That's correct. Yeah, I mean, we we went into this just being marathon runners <laughs> and uh, just loving yeah. to be you know in the outdoors, being fit and running. So, granted, we didn't reach our hundred mile goal that Brandon set for us, and. Um, but we still achieved a new goal within ourselves running 65 miles in one day. is still kind of insane when you think about it, even though we're disappointed at the same time, we're happy for each other as well. It's over a hundred kilometers. And lest anybody think I'm beating up on you guys about this, you know, before we agreed to sit down together and talk about this, I just want to make very clear. I think it's a winning move to quit strategically, right? Like you guys could have just slogged it out and ran yourself into the ground and finished this. But like, at what cost? Are you debilitated? Are you pain cave number 11 today and you can't pick up your children? You guys are both fathers, very active, involved fathers. Um, I I think it it takes a very mature winner, if I'm being punny, um, to to make a strategic quit. So I I just want to like, put that out there that like I'm fist pumping the air and saying yes smart mature decision we have to think about sometimes am I really facing adversity or is it better if I just call it right now and put my energy and efforts elsewhere right Right. 
What's going on, y'all? My brother Rob Arnold is a brother in baldness and the host of the Masters Athlete Podcast. He is a great source of knowledge for all athletes of all ages. Listen as he describes from Season 1, Episode 27, the difference between mobility, flexibility, and stability. Don't think he's mansplaining. This is a differentiation most active people, women, and men do not actually know. And I can tell you from my own personal practice, I spend more time in mobility, flexibility, and range of motion than anything else. Because as we age, your strength is automatically going to decrease, endurance is going to decrease, but your ability to stay pliable, mobile, and flexible and move your joints through their entire range of motion, y'all, this may determine your longevity. So listen up, pay attention, take a little bit of notes, and think about how you're currently moving. Enjoy. Is injury prevention, and I cannot emphasize in- injury prevention enough. Um, and that consists of increased mobility and stability training, getting out there and getting a, a functional movement assessment done, um, having either a, an exercise physiologist or a physical therapist give you an assessment to see how well you move. Because I'd hate to have just some weekend warrior personal trainer put you in a squat rack and say, okay, let's do some squats today when you've got some severe hip mobility issues from, you know, years of carrying around kids or, or sitting at a desk job. Talk to me a little bit. So, um, just to clarify for my audience. So when you say mobility, do you mean like range of motion? Absolutely. Mobility is not flexibility. Mobility is the, is the ability of a joint to do what it's supposed to do. And to move in a movement pattern that what it's designed to do. And your body is kind of segmented into mobile and stable joints, whether it's your your thoracic spine, your upper back being, you know, mobile, your shoulder girdle being stable, your shoulder joint being mobile, your hips being mobile. It's it's segmented into those parts and ensuring that those parts of the body are either mobile or stable, um, basically what they're designed to be doing. Perfect. And then when you say stability, can you just clarify for me what you mean there? And again, sure. That's a lot of people confuse stability with strength and it's not strength. Stability is anti-motion. So strength, if you think about it, is being is having the ability to move an object or to hold an object. But stability is resisting the movement of an object. Coach Gary Weller is a neighbor of ours, and this man was paralyzed from the waist down when he was hit by a vehicle in a horrific incident years back. Episode 44 walks through his rehabilitation journey, but I want you to hear the part where he discusses his mindset and focusing on what he could control as he learned to move his body again. Put yourself in his shoes. How do you handle adversity? How would you handle a life-altering event? Be inspired by his story. Take it to heart. So she would, uh, she, she had to drive, I couldn't drive. She would take me to the gym 
an hour before I go to physical therapy and drop me wow. off and I would just go in and do what I could do sitting in my chair. And uh, this is something that I, if I can expound on it, that I'm very proud of. Yes. Is that a friend of mine who's a personal trainer, I ran into him one day and I was telling him about what I was doing. And, and uh, I just said, I don't see any those people over there that I'd want to work with. And he said, well, I'll take you on as a project. So from that point on, he would meet me there every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning before I go to physical therapy, take me through a workout. And back in the day, I was a big bench press guy. I could bench press over 400 pounds. And uh, so we'd been working about a month, and he said, let's see what we can get on the bench press. And uh, I, you know, I got on the bench, walked on my sticks, and uh, I couldn't lay flat on the bench and put my feet on the floor, which I still can't do because of my pelvis. So I had to lay my legs out on a, t- on a chair. And I couldn't get but 125 pounds. And I was just devastated. And he had a plan. And within six months, he had me up to 315 pounds. Wow. So I'm very, very, very proud of So I knew that we would get, right, at the, I opened this up and I said, oh, run, lift, mom, we'll get there. A lot of moms, um, physically, after they're, they have a child, (laughs) they're released and where they want to be in their head is completely different from (laughs) what their body can do. We're going to get back into your personal story, Gary, but I want to, I want to take a, a side road here. And can you... Can you tell me how you process that in your head? Like, I know what I want to do from before. I'm a bench guy, but physically it's night and day. How did you keep at it during that? Well, I've always been, I've always been a positive thinker and I just knew that there, you know, I I realized that there are some things that I can't do Mm -hmm. and there's some things that I can do. And I focused on what, could you know what could I do uh, it's just like right now you know yeah I can't run anymore but I have a seated elliptical and that's my that's my that's the closest feeling when I work out on it closest feeling that I had when I was running uh, it's just you know just accepting the fact that I that I can't do some things and there's the I just try to to uh, focus on you know the things that I can do. I, I hope everyone is hearing that there are things you can't do, there are things you can do, and you focus on what you can Correct. do. Correct. The brother Brandon Ryan is an adaptive athlete with cerebral palsy. His entire episode is absolutely inspiring and includes his personal testimony for the Lord Jesus Christ. The segment you're about to hear from episode 46 is about mindset and feeling worthy of success. Brandon works with individuals who have cerebral palsy as a trainer, and a gap he's identified is his worthiness. Do people feel worthy of being healthy and strong? Do you consider it a blessing to be able to move I think it's a great question to ask yourself if you're able-bodied, if you enjoy movement as a practice, and if you enjoy any sort of training that allows you to put your body into flawless, orchestrated, and 
intelligently designed motion. Enjoy this episode, y'all. It truly is an inspiring testimony. And so, uh, you know, you know, when I, when I work with clients at FCP, the, before I even talk about like physical strength, I'm so more concerned with their mindset because it's the mindset that many personal trainers do not pay attention to. And I think that that's what separates me from many is because most of them just want to look at the aesthetics and, the, and, and how your body looks. But your mind is the, is the, is the kickstart before anything. You can't start doing push-ups or pull-ups or whatever it is until your mind is in sync with what you want to do. If you don't believe that you are worthy enough to be healthy and strong, you'll, you'll never actually achieve it. Can you say that again? Yeah, well, I, I can try. Yeah. Um, but like, if, if you don't you, feel worthy of it. Yeah, if you don't feel, yeah, if you don't feel worthy of, of being healthy and strong, then you're never going to achieve that mark. You're not. Because... You have to know within yourself that you can do, you can, you can achieve what you want, you know, and then, and then your body follows. Right, right. So I've got. What's going on, y'all? We have heard some amazing stories and some inspirational moments from the men of Run, Lift, Mom. But now for your grand finale. In this Mommy Masterclass, we're going to hear from Mr. Run, Lift, Mom. That's right, me. But don't worry, I'm not going to wax poetic right now. This is a snippet from episode 19 titled Infertility, Triplets, and Fatherhood. Three things in which I am intimately familiar. Susie wanted to cover these things from my perspective, since she is typically the one sharing on the socials. I opened up, and I suppose you all liked it, because it is Run Lift Mom's fourth most popular episode ever, behind some truly big names, and frankly, we thought only our parents would listen. This story has truly defined my 40 years on this earth. It was therapeutic, to say the least to sit down, especially face-to-face with my wife, and put this story out here. Thank you for the support many of you have given to me and Susie following the release of this episode. You have blessed me, and I am forever grateful. So listen to this little snippet, y'all. It's part of my life, it's part of who I am, and it's part of my journey. And I feel blessed because of it every day. So needless to say, I, I bucked up and said, uh, moment of clarity uh, came in and I said, I got to be a dad. I got to go figure out what this thing's about. And it began 10 weeks in the NICU for yeah. those kids. Yeah. Uh, and I was at my weakest, I think. I, I, I look back and I, I say I was really weak in Afghanistan. Uh, no, I was at my weakest emotionally, uh, probably spiritually too, as far as being resilient and being accepting of truth and looking at the situation honestly and and not trying to buck responsibility. 
Uh, I was at my weakest those those first, I want to say, six months, but I think that's probably, I don't think it was, I think it was probably more. Yeah. I think it was probably the first year. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's, that's, that's a different story altogether. <laughs> that first 18 months of that. Good night. I still wake up in cold sweats. <laughs> you, you guys know what ghost cries are, right? <laughs> I do. <laughs> you only want to know about that schedule. Good night. Oh, well, but I mean, I'm glad that you bring up how vulnerable you felt and kind of how low you felt spiritually as well, um, because obviously you're in a very different place now. Um, but, you know, sometimes God will bring us pretty low to bring us closer to him. Hmm. Hmm. No, truly, truly. And uh, I, I'm, I feel privileged to be able to look back at that time in my life and realize how just absolutely weak and helpless I was. Uh, there was, I, I like to talk about this. I was on a bachelor party. I was the best man. And we were on, we did a canoe trip down a river for three days in Asheville, the French Broad River. And all the guys, uh, drinking on a river, whatever. But all the guys wanted to know, I, I was the only military guy, and they wanted to know what the scariest moment in deployments were. And, oh, what's a, what's a good war story? And I'm thinking, I think back now, and it would have never passed on the French broad to, to satisfy what these guys were looking for. But they asked, Trey, when was the most scared you've ever been, uh, in a deployment? And what was, you know, what were the circumstances regarding? And I made up something. I, I told them a story to appease them. Uh, however, I, in reality, if I were truly being truthful with the question and with those guys, I would have said, uh, fatherhood immediately following the triplets birth. That. That, for 18 months after that, I was the most scared and at my weakest. And uh, you said it, uh, by the grace of God, he, he never gives us more than we can handle. And I feel like the triplets have been uh, the prime example in our lives of that being absolute truth. And that will always, I, I think, uh, be always a shining example of what is possible. Uh, even when we don't have trust and faith. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, today has been incredible. I'd like to thank Susie for letting me, Mr. Runlift Mom, take over the podcast to go through some truly inspirational stories of the men of the Run, Lift, Mom podcast. It has been an absolute honor, and I appreciate all of you out there who continue to support Susie with her endeavors and through her podcast and through Run, Lift, Mom. We pray that this podcast is a blessing to everyone who listens, and I know Susie considers it a true passion project to release information and stories about inspirational people who are doing truly amazing things in the fields of running, lifting, and momming. So with that, until my wife gets into your earpiece again, remember, for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. That's from 1 Timothy 4.8. 
And this has been the Run Lift Mom Podcast. Be well, y'all. All right, I've got Katie Danger with Red H Nutrition. Katie, you know I am a runner first and foremost. I'm doing anywhere from 20 to 40 miles per week. I'm closer to 40 than I am 30. Tell me about Superflexi. Superflexi is great for anybody who is active, has a few aches and pains in their joint and tissues, and wants to combat that with a all-in-one full-strength joint and tissue support. It's got turmeric, it's got glucosamine and chondroitin, it's got collagen type 2. So what you're looking at here is a full and total spectrum support for any inflammation you have with your joints and tissues. It's going to help you improve your range of motion and you're going to just feel better doing what you love. Ah, so if I'm understanding you correctly, you don't have to be a runner to benefit from Superflexi. No, it doesn't matter what you do. In fact, even if you only work out three times a day, like cardio, maybe you're just a walker, if you want to feel better and you want your joints and tissues to move the way you want them to, Superflexi is essential. It's time for the Alouette product of the week, and this week it is my favorite product, the restorative enzyme peel. Yes, this is the one that I offer a free sample for. You can go to peelsample.com. I love this because it is an exfoliation process that only takes a minute. Nothing complicated or insane or blades or chemicals about this. This is aloe vera based with fruit enzymes. You guys, it couldn't be easier to use. What you're gonna do is just put a pea-sized amount onto your fingers, rub it on dry skin, you heard dry skin for about a minute and then you see dead skin cells visibly clump up. You can wipe them right off. I just love that I can see and feel these tangible results. There aren't any chemicals, blades, anything like that to get your skin nice and smooth. You use this on your face for duh, but then also you can use it on your hands or feet. So if you've got barbell hands that you're trying to get rid of without taking a blade to them, this is it. If your feet, if you've been doing a lot of running, if your heels need some help, this will get them in tip-top shape so you can wear sandals again in the spring. It is the restorative enzyme peel. I want you to click details or swipe up, gonna depend on the player you're in. You can click right over to that product and check it out. <laughs> 